This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice. But our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not I'm not supposed to take any questions for a new world order now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good morning and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson, your host with you here today, October 1, 2021. <laughs> the mandate, if you're a teacher in New York City, to be jabbed with a death shot expires today at 11.59. How many teachers are going to bow to this thing? I, I hope none. It's time to wake up. I heard Carlson, Tucker Carlson, ask a teacher that from New York that he had on his show just a little bit ago. I was watching it. He says, hey, what happened to your union that's supposed to be sticking up for you? Now, he didn't say it the cocky way I'm saying it. Because I, I was, me and my wife were talking about it, and I said the same thing. I says, they have the teacher's union, the biggest troublemaking union in the nation, the one who gets the queer stuff into our schools, the one who backs up every weird and demonic thing that comes down the pipe trying to confuse a boy if he's a boy or a girl or girl a boy or if they're somewhere in between with the 127 other genders that they say exist. I think Jesus said it the best. He created them man and woman. Man and woman, he created them. And here we have, you know, 2,020 years later or so, and we're hearing ignorance from people who teach our children. And, you know, here's the thing. The teachers, you got to love them. They, they have a job that's not that easy to do, and it's a, it's a specific job for specific people. And, uh, you know, my grandmother was a teacher, school teacher, third grade school, school teacher. And I loved her dearly. But things have certainly changed since 1980. Things have gone really off the rails. We are seeing things, and I don't think anybody in their right mind that was born in the 60s, 50s, would have ever thought they would see happening now, even in the 70s. 
liberalism took over and squashed any pleasant thought, any right thinking. It's all been flushed down the toilet and you can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And, you know, we have people robbing stores in broad daylight, just grab going in, just taking stuff in Chicago and walking out the door. Nothing happens. You're not allowed to chase them in Chicago. I don't think, but on foot, Washington, DC, a known felon drug dealer, I believe, or gang member riding a moped on the sidewalk. The cops try to stop him. He takes off. They, they, they follow along. I I won't even call it a chase. It's a moped. How fast can they be chasing him? Unless it's like really hopped up and he's on the sidewalk to begin with. So they, they, they give pursuit and he runs in front of a SUV, gets splattered all over the place. And who's going to get in trouble? The cops for doing your job. I'm telling you right now. And this is a thing I don't even have. This is not in my notes today under <laughs> the teacher's thing is one thing. It could gut the New York city school system. Who's going to step in. They're going to bring Filipinos in like they want to do with the medical. You know, that's what the governor says. We have Filipinos in the, in the wings waiting to take over for all these medical people in the New York state who won't take the jab. We'll fill them in. We'll backfill it with people outside the country. Or we'll just have these vacancies stay vacant and then say, well, we're overrun, COVID patients, unvaccinated. I, uh, from what I've heard, and you know, I, I didn't, I, I don't go out and look through the hospitals or comb, comb through the records, but I have heard from different sources that it's the vaccinated ones who are overrunning the hospitals with COVID cases. Now, I know some folks that unvaccinated that have caught it. And I know some vaccinated I've heard that have caught it. Lots of vaccinated caught COVID. Still getting it. Oh, but it's not as bad. Well, you tell that to the guy who's going through it, who was told you got a vaccine so you wouldn't get it. And now we've changed the definition of vaccine to mean uh, protection against, not uh, exclusion from the disease. You're being so-called scare quotes jabulated for. We are, we are at a crossroads. I, I really do think so. I want to play a, a clip that I picked up from somewhere else. I don't think I did this the other day. I meant to. And this is a, this is a pack of kids that are standing against tyranny. These are children. These are teenagers, you know, but still, they're, they're still learning from the school teachers who will probably be on layout before too long let's let's give them a listen it's kind of interesting a couple minutes long i will not wear the mask 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 i will not wear a mask i will not get the vaccine i will not get the vaccine and i will not get the vaccine i will resist evil i will resist evil i will resist evil i will submit to god i will submit to god I will submit to God. 
In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate world. the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your name. are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 I think we'll play that more often. I say those things and (laughs) I'm remiss in my duties. I don't do it as often as I should. Just like I I need to uh, reread the names of those Soldiers who died in Afghanistan for no reason at all. And we will. I got the list here. and I'll get to it at another time. Poignant to the moment. I'm right now kind of frustrated. Uh, you know, I think about this. and, I, and I, Teachers, uh, my heart goes out to you. You should not have to make this decision to take medicine that you don't want. And I don't. I call it medicine very lightly because I don't believe it's medicine. It's not. It's some kind of Frankenstein jab that we don't know what it'll do to you down the road. Many people die from it instantly. Many people die within a week or two days or five or ten or a month. There is unknown adverse reactions that this thing can cause, as with any medicine. But this one is different from, say, like I, I, cholesterol medication. I have a doctor who, oh, your cholesterol is high. We got to put you on, I'm going to say it, Lipitor. And I've t- I, t- I took it before, unwittingly and unknowingly. I took it for about a year, and I got the worst cramps in my legs, softball-sized goonies that would, you know, from my calf muscles. Nearly crippled me. I, I swear to this day, my left leg is not as strong as it should be, and that's due to that and, and some other ailments in my back. But, friends, let me tell you something. These You've got to look into some of this stuff. The doc says, I won't take it. Well, you, you can have the, you, you know, your, your insurance carrier says you need to be on it because you're taking, you know, diabetic medication or whatever. And look, if it, if it makes you sicker to take their stupid pills, find another way around it. Find another way. You can, you can go to your pharmacy or your, you know, your vitamin shop and get things like niacin. And sometimes that'll make you break out in hives, but they're not, they're not like allergic hives, like whatever. It's just like heat hives. Um, you know, flush your skin more than anything. Uh, you know, krill oil and, and fish oil, things like that, you know, to lower your cholesterol down to an acceptable level. And they want you to have it so low that it depletes your brain. So that another, I'm on a tangent. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But they're, you know, these teachers are being forced to take this thing. Cops are being forced to take this thing. 
all federal employees forced to take this thing. Who wants to lose their job over a medication? Now, you know, there's certain things that will exit you from a job. If you have a, a security job, a job as a, as a federal agent or a cop, and you're on some kind of medication, you know, it could be anything. I, I can't make anything up. I'm not going to. But you, you may be a medication that hinders your ability to do the job. Then, you know, they may find a way to retire you or find you another job that doesn't require you carrying a gun and a badge maybe. But this is different. This is forcing people to do things. Now, I want you to think about this. Police officers, teachers, and nurses. Woo, gone. Heroes one day, zeros the next. All three of those. All our, our hero cops until George Floyd, every cop's a bad guy. We need to defund them. Well, if we can't defund them, we'll make them jab themselves with the juice, and in that regard, we'll just get rid of them. Either they'll die from the jab, or they'll not take the jab and be fired. Ridiculous, the things that we do. Today, we want to talk about deferent, <laughs> determine, decide, and discern. These are things that are both good for you in your regular, everyday life, and in your spiritual life. You know, they're removing your human rights through all these mandates. They're removing your human rights, and especially here in the United States. But when you really dig deep, these things are God-given rights. The God-given right to freedom. Now, in many places, freedom's a, a, a dream. But let's just look at it from that respect. And God gives you the right to put in your body what you want. If you want to do it, hey, go ahead. You've been warned if you listen to the right people or you've been cajoled into doing it by listening to the wrong ones or those that have had the disease and then said, oh, you don't want to get it. You got to get the shot. You get the shot and croak. You got the antibodies built up in you. We don't know how long they last, but then obviously we don't know how long the shot lasts. It's a 50, throw the, throw the dice, fella. Sevens. What are you going to do? Now you can't travel freely. Some places have passports. Vaccine passports. So traveling freely quickly. I said slowly in my notes, but I think it's quickly coming to an end everything's happening fast you notice that all these things are happening quickly i mean it's like you threw it in a blender on slow and then kicked up there it goes yeah you know, anyway who wants to go to new york city everybody's trying to get out of there it's got any sense or la or san francisco now the other parts of california they say we're not as nuts as they are and i believe that you get out of the cities and even new york state you know, there's some good fishing up there, I hear. There's hunting. There's people who live out in the country and love it. There's farming and dairy, all the stuff that we have here in Ohio and the Midwest. But they got them big cities that wreck everything with their liberal, progressive bull stuff. 
But you know, you know, who, but who really wants to move there? You, you know, if you if you want to be a teacher, there's going to be lots of open spots, but you got to take the shot that uh, changes your DNA, whether they want to admit that or not. If you want to eat in a restaurant, you you have to have the shot. You have to show it. Yeah, here's my QR code on my phone or or my vaccine passport to eat in a restaurant. Now, when did you ever think you hear that? You know, it's segregation, folks. It's segregation. Let that word build into you. They're segregating the unvaccinated from the vaccinated. It's going to, you're going to see, maybe we'll see those signs come out again, like they had back in the fifties, forties and whatnot, where, you know, it's, you know, and, and forgive me for saying, but this is what they said. Coloreds need not come in or they'd have coloreds bathroom or black or whatever. The whites eat over here. Now it's going to be vaccinated restroom, vaccinated snack bar, unvaccinated out there in the street. Make sure you social distance from the rest of us. We don't want your filth. Oh, man. And I guess speaking of filth, California, it's a morass of filth. Chicago is a cemetery. Again, there's good parts of the city. But the good parts are being inhabited or being invaded, is a better word, by the bad. Because the the mayor runs the city. She is running it into the ground. She tells the cops, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the other. So when you lock the cops down so they can't do anything, what takes over criminals, Washington, DC, as we know, and Donald Trump made it very plain to us, give him credit for that is a swamp, you know, and swamps are unique areas, low lying, mucky, kind of smelly. That's due to that stagnant water. The water doesn't move around much in a swamp. I mean, you can have swamps that are fed in by little streams or such, but there's spots of that swamp that just don't move. And they, they kind of, you know, I, I, we had a swamp across the road from my house when I was growing up, you know, you'd have to, you could step through it, you know, but it was kind of stinky black water snakes and whatnot, you know, real swamps though have alligators and big snakes and rats like dogs you know, creatures that, that just thrive on stink and make the place otherwise uninhabitable except by those creatures. That's Washington, D.C., isn't it? We started to drain that swamp, but you can't drain it. The, the Millies and the Austins just keep moving back in. The Bidens never leave. The Obamas are still there. The Clintons are never far away. And those people who think they are like gods to them. And that's what the the elites, those are the people we just mentioned. That's what they really want. Except for their area and their neighborhood. They don't want it to be all stinky and stagnant. 524 people through, through August 31st, 524 people have been murdered 
in Chicago. As we were saying, cemetery. That's something, isn't it? So defunding the law enforcement will will only lead to more stats that we don't really want to see. In these other cities, you know, Muriel Bowser in D.C. is doing the same thing, painting big pieces of this landscape. Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> then we go to the supermarket, and that's going to come to an end for those of us who aren't vaccinated. They're going to say, you can't even come in here. But right now we can, so stock up while you can if you haven't taken a shot and don't plan on it. Find those restaurants around you that will still let you in, no matter what they say, the government says. And the supermarket shelves are going to, they're, they're getting more and more sparse, aren't they? You go there and looking for clothes. You know, maybe you need a new pair of sweats or, or something. That there's very little to choose from. Steve Quayle, uh, one of those guys that's been around for a long time, has a saying, and I'm going to try to say it correctly. We used to have selection. Now we have availability. This is what's available. Take it or leave it. Used to be able to go in and there's like racks and racks of this and that. There's stores that the racks are further and further apart, bigger wide aisles to walk down through. Because there's nothing on the shelves. They've taken a lot of them out. I don't name the stores because that's not fair to them. But there are many clothing stores, specific clothing stores with nothing in them. You know, yeah, they got stuff, but, you know, it's a lot of the same. We're starting to look like Russia in the... 50s, 60s, 70s, where we saw people lining up for toilet paper or soup or whatever. Remember when we did that a year or so ago? Two rolls of toilet paper for you. Here's your government cheese if you need it. We are in a destitute state for a lot of reasons. The church in many regards, has failed its mission. Not always. When I say the church, I put that in scare quotes as well. The neo-new, modern, moving forward church, or even, I'm going to tell you what, even some of the ones you go to into that have been around for a long time and established, and they have a preacher that's been there for years and years, you're, you'll, you'll feel a spiritual hunger when you walk out that building as much as when you walked in. Oh, you might be happier because you got to be around some folks and talk to some friends and neighbors and whatnot that you haven't seen for a week. But what did you get from the Bible? What did you get in your spirit? We go to the church to build up our spirit, to get a meal in the spirit. Let me read a, I, you're going to hear some preaching, or some, I'm sorry, I'll rephrase that. You're going to hear some scriptures today. Just a few, but enough to make a dent. Listen to this, Hebrews 5, verse 14. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. 
we need to get people in a discerning mode so that they know good from bad. Not just tell them, oh, you're a sinner saved by grace, now go sin, because you know you're going to. That's not the idea. Yes, fallen man, we will sin, and women. We know we will. When I get myself all wound up sometimes right behind this microphone, I have a tendency to, in a way, be sinning because I get wound up and I say things incorrectly. I, I never curse at you or towards you or in your presence, but I do do things like I did the other day and I use the wrong book and the right verses in the wrong book. And it's not because I haven't been to college. It's because I was wound and I get wound a lot. I'm trying not to, you know, because you deserve better. If you're listening to me, you deserve better than rant and raving. Every once in a while, a good rant and a rave is good, though. But what's Paul, whom we believe, wrote the book of Hebrews? He's talking about meat, the spiritual meat. When you come in to the to the to the uh, spiritual storehouse, you know it's it's always considered the storehouse is where you bring your tithe. That's the that's where you're bringing it to the storehouse, but you don't take anything out. You know, it's it's a sad state of affairs. It's a sad state of affairs. You know, we don't go to church to hear about garbage and every other thing. Now, you you know, sometimes you have to mix in the world's things to make an impaction on people, an imprint, to get them thinking. I tell you all the time from right here, and I'm going to say it more often, we are very quickly entering what I would call a satanic age. It's been brewing for quite some time. And I don't mean, you know, devil worshipers dance around a fire with their black robes. I'm talking about the suit and tie type devil worship that you see happening on your TV, in your TV news, coming straight from you straight to you from the district of columbia the demonic capital <laughs> just made that up but the church is starving people a lot of them sir sure, some of them do a really good job and there's good internet access to some who do a good you know if you live here in ohio or Pennsylvania, or India, you obviously can't drive all the way to Arizona to go to church and find a good church, or Columbus, Ohio, or whatever. You have to rely on the airwaves. So be it. So, you know, there's ways around all these things, and it's been doing it for years. People have been going to churches and not getting the spiritual buildup that they really need for years some haven't heard a good message probably in ever so you know find me i'll i'll do the best i can i'm not perfect mark 5 6 blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled are you hungering after righteousness are you hungering after the word of God or are you just happy with what you get? 
Do you thirst after righteousness? What is righteousness? Jesus. Jesus is full righteousness. Our righteousness is in him. It's not in ourselves. I heard a lot of people who think they are the source of their own righteousness, and they are not. I Well, I got saved, and I quit this, and I quit that. It, it, look, God worked on you to get you where you're at. Don't you take credit for everything that happened. And I don't think a lot of people are. They don't even know that they're starving. You know, in, in North Korea, they were feeding people noodles. Noodles is a big staple item over there in the, in the Koreas. But they were feeding them noodles that were made with weeds. Weeds! Leaves of trees, whatever. And they starved to death because there's no nutrients in them. They thought they were full. They starved. The same thing that can happen right here. There's a lot of people who inhabit our, our, our pulpits and they're, they're just empty of any real caloric content that's being put forth to these people. They think they're wonderful. They think they're awesome, and they aren't. But the people don't know any better because they're not impressed upon them to read their Bible and even seek out others during the week. Between Sunday and Sunday, there's another six days in there to fill in. Well, I went to church on Sunday on the morning. I got what I need for the week. No, you didn't. At least pick up the Bible and read it. Pray. God will lead you in these different directions. He'll show, he'll show you to people who are worthy of listening to. Some people are, are walking around like the, the pictures that are burned into our brains of the POW camps of Germany, those Jews that were taken there and gypsies and others that were starved to death or near death. Walking skeletons. Do you realize that your spirit within you, if you're not being fed the good flesh word of God, the meat of the word of God, not just a milk, you can't live on milk. If all you eat from the time you're a baby, you need milk. That's why Paul used these analogies of, I fed you as babes with milk, but now you need meat. As you grow, you can't live on milk or you will lose everything. You, you can't get muscle mass. You can't get build up. You, you need solid food to grow. And we need to feed our spirit every day and multiple times a day, multiple times. And we need to replenish that spirit. It needs to be revitalized, you know, even the body gains from it. The power of God can overcome anything, any situation. But we have to act as well. We have to be engaged. We have to be seeking God out in his divine order and guidance or perish. Now, I'm not saying you're not saved, folks. That's not up to me to decide. I'm saying that if you aren't taking time out of your day or your week where you're so busy watching the TV or you're so busy working wherever and, and saying, well, it says to work. It does. God wants us to work. It gives us, gives us purpose. But our spirit needs to be fed. 
I've got a few passages of scripture I'm going to throw to you, and then we're going to call it a day. I've already gone a long ways, haven't I? Um, Job 36, 12. Yeah, we don't go to Job very often. But I like Job. I like the book of Job, J-O-B. Thirty-six, twelve. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. Mm. They shall die without knowledge. Job thirty-six, twelve. Write that one down, folks, and and hold on to that. You don't want to die without knowledge. Um, the biggie, Hosea, Hosea 4, and we're going to read 6 and 7. Hosea 4, 6 and 7. This is one I've used often and other friends of mine have used often. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. And thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. That's verse 6. As verse 7, as they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore will I change their glory into shame. As they increased, they decided they didn't need God anymore. As they increased, they decided that knowledge wasn't necessary. We want to go to college. We want to learn more about man's things and humanity and humanistic stuff. And God said, well, guess what? Here comes the sword. One last. One last. Isaiah 5.13. Isaiah 5 and verse 13. It's a short chapter, Isaiah 5. Isaiah 5, 13. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude dried up with thirst. Again, did you thirst after righteousness? Did you hunger after righteousness? Did you go out and try to get yourself each day something that builds you up? I'm not here to tear you down. I'm here to build you up. Sometimes building from the bottom up seems like, oh man, it's so dark, Tom. Why? Well, it's not. I'm giving you the word of God. It gives you prophetic ideas of what happened to a nation that forgot God. Do you think everybody will tell you, well, that's the Old Testament. We're a New Testament church. Well, Jesus Christ, same yesterday, today, and forever. Who is Jesus? He is God in the flesh. You want to argue about that? Come to me with something real, and we'll do it. But let me tell you something. The Old Testament is just as relevant to us today. Those who turn their back on it, those who who poo-poo it, do it at their own peril. There are so many pieces of Scripture throughout there, and I just read you a few. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. 
God doesn't want you destroyed. He wants you to be built up. He wants you to be a light in a dark world. He wants you to be able to tell people about him and about his dear son. Let's get with it, folks. Let's not let neocon Christianity take over and ruin our entire church and country. Till next time, Tom Richardson, October the 1st, 2021, removing confusion and continuing to do so in a basis that I do what I can. God bless you and have a great day.